Hi guys, and welcome back to Confessions of a Wannabe It Girl. If you are new here, we are all about social media, debunking it, pulling back the curtain on the glitz and glamour of things like Hollywood and mental well-being. But today we decided we need a little bit of a brain break, some good old celeb gossip, which we do once in a while here with my good friend, Lauren's latest. She's back on the pod and we are talking all things going on in subculture and a few even we told you so's from our last episode. This episode was recorded um, before the queen's passing, just so you know. So that is not mentioned, but um, it's on my mind because I'm bringing it up. So without further ado, welcome back Lauren from Lauren's latest to give you all the tea. <laughs> So you want to be an it girl? Hi guys and welcome back to the podcast. Today we are joined by Lauren's latest again. Lauren, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Oh my gosh, of course we are kind of like on a, a little like, you know, I feel like you're a resident um gossip what can I guest. Say? I, I love it. I love that for me too. No, I really love it too. <laughs> I love it for us. Yeah, no, it's good. <laughs> and we all need like a little bit of a gossip, like brain break sometimes. Totally. It's just really me probably more so than others, but <laughs> you know, no, I feel like I've had some good talks with you on the podcast mm-hmm. recently where I've been a little more plugged into slub gossip and right now you know I'm, yourself. No, I'm a little out right now. So okay. this, this will be an interesting, well, we'll catch you up. I'll give you the latest. Great. So Starting off the back, though, we have to have one, like, real touchstone moment here. And it's like, what do you think about the nature of celebrity and, like, us gossiping about them? Like, is that part of the gig or or is it, like, an invasion of privacy these days? Like, I don't know. I think there's definitely a fine line. Um, I think especially now with, like, social media and, like, the access to the things that we have access to these days, it's mm-hmm. like – you know, we do have access to so much more. So to some extent, I think we expect people to share a little bit more. And when people, you know, ask for their privacy or don't share as much, it's it's almost out of the norm at this point because yes. we're like, you know, why is Jennifer Lawrence not sharing every detail about her life? Why is Taylor Swift being so secretive? But it's like not even her, be- them being secretive. It's just their choice whether or not to share certain things about their life. But at this point, I think we take like all of that, you know, with the instant gratification, we need to know what's happening in their lives 24 seven, just because that's the kind of culture we have right now. And we're so used to having that. So I think it's definitely a fine line and there's definitely celebrities who choose to share more about their lives. Mm -hmm. And so with those celebrities, you know, then we come to expect that more. So when the people aren't sharing, it's like, why aren't you sharing? Right. Um, You've skewed our our idea of what we think you should share. Totally. Like for instance, the Kardashians, like they, they have a reality TV show. Yeah. Their job is us giving them giving access to us. Uh So we expect them to share every ounce of their world. And when we don't, we're furious, but then that kind of trickles over to like other celebs. I'm Mm kind of like, Oh, I want to know everything about you. But like that, that might, especially I think singers, 
I think less singers than actors, but actors like are yeah. still kind of the people who are the most private. Yeah. And even like on the Kardashians, it's like, okay, well, we don't know Kylie's baby's name. Chloe still. just had a baby and we don't know his name. And I'm like fiending for this information. And I like forget sometimes that because I'm so like plugged in with them specifically that like they are people who have private lives and like I need to respect that. But also I'm like, tell me your kid's name. Right. But I'm at the same time, like on the flip side of it, it's kind of like the contract particularly, and I don't mean to just like caveat reality mm-hmm. stars. Like I kind of feel like that's the game you made. Yeah, it is. I mean, I think to some extent, like when you are putting yourself in the public eye, you have to know what you're setting yourself up for. Right. People are going to want to be privy to what is going on in your life outside of the TV show you're filming, the mm-hmm. music that you're you making. know making. So I think it's just, you know, comes with the territory. Because also we feel so much more, uh, like we're like close to them when we mm-hmm. do know for instance i'll like i'll use an example for myself i've gotten so into formula one because yeah. of drive to survive and because my boyfriend's family is very into it and at first like you know well we don't need to get into the politics of f1 <laughs> but like at first like i was like oh i, I kind of don't like this lewis hamilton guy and then i started following him on instagram and i've learned so much about what mm-hmm. he stands for and what he does like offside the track and i'm yeah. like now i'm like also like it's the second season that he might not be the world champion and I love to root for the underdog so I don't know if that's playing into my yeah, psyche that'll do it. but I'm like oh I'm so into what he does off mm-hmm. the screen uh, that I see him race and do his professional thing that I want him to win so it's like yeah. weird how much access can affect so our opinion of yeah. people when they're doing their sport their singing their acting mm-hmm. whatnot like I mean, I think we've always known that with actors, when you like an actor and they're in a project, you're more likely to go see it because you like them. Totally. And even like if I see something and I like an actor or actress, I'm on their IMDb. Mm -hmm. I'm looking up who their sister is, who their ex-boyfriend is, who their ex-boyfriend's aunt is. Like I'm invested. I am doing a deep dive on these people and I will know every single detail about their life, whether they like it or not. Right. And it's like on some level, though, it's like it's part of it. But is it really fair of us to ask it of them? Yeah. You know, I, it depends, I guess, like on how much each person's willing to share. Like I'm personally a pretty open book. I mean, there's definitely, I'm not remotely famous, but there's definitely things that like I don't share with the world, but other things like I'm super open book about and I will tell the, you know, person down the street who asks me, right. you know, and without even being famous, I think, you know, it really just depends on the person. I know. It's so interesting. I really can't like wrap my head around it because I think I'm a pretty open person and I do this podcast, but at the same time, like, I don't know if I was if I was that in the public eye, how open mm. I would be. I mean, if I couldn't go to the grocery store and just like get my five things I need to get without being like paparazzi, I would probably cry because more I, often than not, when I leave the house, I look like a sack of potatoes. So I prefer not to be recognized. Right. But then I guess like if I knew that there was a chance I could be, I'd probably leave my house in some sort of glam. Right. Thank God I don't have to because when I'm running to Trader Joe's, I'm, you know, in and out and I'm not trying to make a right. scene. And like, it kind of brings me back to something I heard Megan Fox say in some interview, she talked about how becoming famous was like a trauma. Yeah. And like I, that really was like, I was like, oh God, is it really like that bad on some? I believe it. I think for some people it really is. So yeah. it's like sometimes you do have to, I don't know, it's a really complicated well, and thing. And I think too for a lot of celebrities, you know, you think they're such extroverts just because they're in the public eye, but I actually think a lot of them are introverts. I agree. Or not even think I know that they're introverts. They all say it in their interviews. Yeah. Granted, like they could just be shooting I a shit, think but because you become famous, you mm-hmm. are more of an introvert. Because you crave that more. Right. You crave it because it was something you didn't mm-hmm. have. So 
Anyways, let's get into some gossip. Um, the talk of the town right now. Remember, this is recorded a week in advance, so we don't know if you're over this shit already. <laughs> but I mean, you cannot get through a TikTok scroll without hearing about. Don't worry, darling. Can you give us? Oh yeah, give it for those who don't know the full landscape. What the fuck is going on? Yeah. So there's a whole lot of logistics to it. Olivia Wilde's the director, huge big deal because female directing role, and you know it's like a one step forward for women. Woo! Mm-hmm. And then she, it comes out that she starts dating Harry Styles, and as of recently, it was kind of like timelines were figured out that she started dating Harry Styles while she was still with Jason Sudeikis, mm-hmm. and so messy kind of relationship timeline. Right, and then you know. Florence Pugh starts getting in the mix of it and she's kind of like, people are saying she's not, you know, promoting the film and she promotes all of her other films. And even I was just watching this video earlier and it was like, she was talking about her experience in Puss in Boots, like three or two or whatever it is, but she did not say- Puss in Boots three? Literally like- Like the Shrek? Yes, yes. Oh, okay. But like, she will not say a word on her social media, media about Don't Worry Darling. So it's like- People started speculating that maybe something happened mm-hmm. there when she like wouldn't say anything about it on her social media or anything. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, just like lots of little drama. And then the Shia LaBeouf of it all came out, you know, after Olivia did her, I think it was Variety, she did an interview and she was like, you know, I fired Shia, blah, blah, blah. Two days later, he's like, actually, I quit because you did not give me enough adequate time to rehearse and it was like this whole thing and then there was like a voicemail recording so there's like a whole lot of intricacies involved with it but some things are not coming out in the best light for Olivia which I mean I loved her so like hearing this kind of like it always sucks when like you hear in as an actor she was in the OC she was in the OC who she played the OC and was that was that like the lesbian lover of Marissa what yeah I'm mind shocked. She was a lesbian lover yeah. of Marissa. Or was it Jessica Biel? Was it? Yeah, it was her. Oh. Olivia, hmm. yeah. Honestly, I always just like, I'm like, oh, Olivia Wilde, Jason Sudeikis. I just always like, just, I think of her. I'm like, yeah, I know who that yeah, is. Yeah, hundred percent. I can't so, remember what she was in. Um, you know, so a lot of stuff going on there. And like, it's, I mean, I'm not like a huge fan of her, but I liked her enough yeah, to sure, like, for like, this whatever. news to be like kind of upsetting. And I think it like sucks, especially because like I said, female director, it's kind of a huge win for women. Yeah. And then for her to be like maybe participating in shady stuff behind the scenes is just like definitely disappointing because she was supposed to be like this huge, you know, breakthrough star. Yeah, yeah. Breakthrough director for sure. So, um, even at like the Venice film festival the other day, like awkward interactions on the carpet and in the interviews and stuff, even when she, when Olivia was asked about, you know, the stuff going on with, um, as they refer to her, Miss Flo, Mm-hmm. Um, they, she kept being like, you know, the media will make, you know, news out of anything. I'm not going to add fuel to the fire, basically. And then I mean, that's when a politically correct response. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100% when you're not trying to get into it. And yeah. then when asked about Shia, someone from her team stepped in and was like, that remains under the same guise as uh, we're not going to get into it. The internet's stirring the pot, basically. So 
it's really it complicated. Little, I, I don't know. Yeah. It's but I mean, I think that it has, like, this movie has such a huge fanfare because of the Harry Styles of it all. You know, people die right. for Harry Styles. So, I mean, I was definitely interested in seeing the movie before. Yeah. I would love to go see the movie now, even more so. Just, I think this drama, more or less, is making it more interesting for sure. Um, so, I'm very curious to see how this will progress. Yeah, there's so, there's so much going on here. And I just, I mean, on all the ends, I have to say, I feel that it's unfortunate that it's getting like drama or maybe negative drama talk when it has a female lead who's a really Mm -hmm. golden starlet actress and a female director who is uh, you know a starlet director and actor i just i wish this wasn't happening to the entire team totally and i feel so bad for the other actors in this film and the crew and whatever this premiered at venice and it's like a big deal and i feel like it's just kind of tainted by all this drama i just like i know how hard the actors in this film, the crew worked in even like, you know, whoever worked on the production side of it as well. And like, I just don't want that to be overshadowed by all this drama. I think it's like a double-edged sword because at the end one end, it's like making it culturally relevant. Sure. But also on the other end, it's like, maybe it's making it relevant for the wrong reasons. Grin, like I said, I I wanted to see the film before. I want to see it now still. Maybe more so, maybe not. I don't know, honestly. Like, definitely going to go see the film, but... You know, I guess if it it makes people go to the box office, I guess you can't really complain if you're the, you know, trying to make that money, where the money's coming from. But I, yeah, I mean, it shouldn't overshadow all the hard work that went into the film. So there's like, you know, some PA who made. 250 a day on totally like, their films in Venice will possible like, yeah don't discredit no work. totally totally so <laughs> I'm not? I'm honestly really excited to see it I think yeah, it'll be too. good I think it'll be good so yeah. you know Venice Film Festival obviously gets the people chattering yeah about the awards um and like I'm just amazed at how much TikTok has changed like, I mean, I knew about film festivals, but mm-hmm. like, even so not till I was like pursuing an acting career, yeah. but like the talk about like awards because mm-hmm. of TikTok is crazy. Like it all started when Austin Butler was in Elvis. Yeah. And you know, that premiered at Tribeca. That sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> and gets, you know, huge standing innovation and, mm-hmm. and TikTok is all over. I feel like TikTok is making the clout film festivals like yeah. really popular even like then. top gun top gun maverick yeah. like you know that i will that scene i could go find on tiktok I, we all know the scene yeah i could go find on tiktok in two seconds right. that's probably my top three likes on my tiktok account so tiktok is making <laughs> movies cool again when yeah. tv has been king for a while yeah i mean i got the amc a list because i'm now seeing movies all the time granted i also work in a in a profession where movies are part of my sure. daily life. But even inside of that, like I'm interested enough in movies now to let, like I'm going to go see them multiple times a week or, you know, multiple times a month at least. Whereas like, you know, maybe a year ago, two years ago, take COVID out of the equation. I right. would not have done so. Right. TikTok has made us plugged into literal award totally. winning films or contenders. Totally. Chatter, yeah. Which is crazy for yeah. me to think about. You know, 360 pivot though from, um, you know, movie gossip and mm-hmm. whatnot and chatter. Um, what's going on with the free Britney? Free Britney. So she's been freed of her conservatorship. She got married a few mm-hmm. months ago. Paris Hilton DJed the wedding and stuff. Yeah, Joe I mean, Biden. that was a star. And preparing for Joe Biden's. Yeah, for Joe I mean, Biden. 
You got to be pretty important if you're turning down the president of the United States. I mean, so. to be honest, like, I probably would have. Like, I, Britney and Paris, like, come on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, name a more iconic duo. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so that was a star studded wedding. Uh, Axe had crashed the wedding. He right. got, he got arrested. Big, yeah. He got in real big trouble for that. And then since then, she has been all over Instagram. And people, I think, had a lot to say about it just because we're, she started posting more freely about stuff. And, at the same token, it's like, but we gave her this freedom. She wanted it back. We gave it to her. We can't really be complaining about the things that she's posting yeah. when, like, this is what she's been asking for. And then, you know, just lots of stuff coming out of her parents. And then most recently, like, her Kevin Federline, her ex-husband, had released video footage that one of her sons had taken of her parenting. And honestly, if you listen to the video, she's like, you need to put your shoes on to go into the ice cream shop or you're not getting ice cream. And it's like okay. – the video is not – I'm not a parent, but I would imagine that, like, as a parent, you want your kids to listen to you. You want your kids to put shoes on when going into public places. Right. She wasn't being crazy or, like, asking these, like, ridiculous things of them. Like, if you want ice cream, you will behave in a public place. Put your shoes on. Also, listen to your mother. Right. And, like, he videoed it, obviously, for, like, a malicious intent. Or not obviously, but, I mean, it clearly right. he was, like, upset. He was, like, trying to catch her doing something. And in my opinion, she was just being a parent. Right put it out there, trying to use it against her in some way, shape, or form. And then, you know, they're just like back and forth, back and forth. And then uh, K-Fed did 60 Minutes Australia yesterday and goes on and says he had nothing to do with the conservatorship, which, I mean, honestly, aside from them having, you know, kids together, right. he really doesn't have much to do with her these days anymore. Right. Um, but... The kids, like, want nothing to do with her, haven't seen her in months or really spoken to her. To be fair, they don't love seeing their mom post salacious content on the internet. I think that's fair of any kid. But, you know, they just, like, talk really ill of her. They praise their grand grandfather, Jamie. Like, oh, God. he loves her so much. He knew what he was doing. I love my grandfather. I look up to him. Like, all this stuff. And Ooh. I think even Jaden was saying that he was, like, I was favored over Preston. I don't know how, like, there's a way to tell that or if that was just maybe right. a vibe he was getting. I mean, who knows? I'm obviously not either of their children, nor am I, like, a fly on the wall in that situation. But um, really, like, KFAB was just, like, the kids are so much happier here with me. You know, they and have I'm, no... Is he living in Australia or they just I, wanted the interview? Honestly, I don't really know, 100%. Why I just know that it was... Australia yeah, interview? Not 100% sure, but um, the kids just, like, aren't really interested in, like, having a relationship with her right now. Mm. Which is like super sad. Yeah. And what's crazy is that Brittany is paying K Fed 20K. Yeah. That's a better way to say it. Yeah. 20K per kid. I'm pretty sure it's per kid on top of, yeah. Yeah. I wanna say it's per kid. I could be wrong on that. But on top of that, for clothing, for schooling, for right. fun. So she's really financing she's their life. Them. I mean, she even, Brittany made a dig at K Fed being like, well, he hasn't worked in 15 years. So. Right. You know, the money's clearly not coming from him. Right. So that's kind of like Talk what's about going on. a working I, mom. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, even like being forced to work, though, it's like she didn't even get that money from doing no, like know. fun, you know, things that she was like uh, passionate about. It's just like something she was like a show animal at that point. I don't know. I feel like being so young and I don't know these kids. And, you know, I mean, I like to think I know Brittany and I don't <laughs> really know that much about K-Fed. Like, I hope in time they just like realize how much she actually went through it. Yeah. This time period. I think totally it, for them, like they just want their mom. Yeah. To be like what they perceive as normal and like yeah. they have 
no idea the amount she just went through. And they did say even, they were like, you know, we just want our mom to be happy and like well and like mentally stable. So the like- The kids did the interview too. They, I don't know if it's in an interview. It all started kind of because Brittany made a post about how she was like, Jaden's just sad because in two years he won't be getting any more of my money. Basically, Oof. or like that was maybe her clap back to it or something like that because I, her right. kids are like 15, 16 now. So, like, right. they're kind of up there. And I mean, to be fair, like, if her kids are lashing out on her at her and like not showing her respect and not supporting her, it's like she doesn't have to give them money. They, yeah. I mean, they have a fine life on their own without her. Like, she's they're getting the financial or not financial, like the child support. I mean, granted, that'll yeah. stop at some point, but. They've got family, you know, they've been in the tablets long enough. They could go make a name for themselves just as easily. So that is true. They can, they can, they can use that to, you know, monetize however they want. But also like, I just really hope in time that people see, I mean, I cannot imagine the amount of trauma that she has been under. And like, I mean, I not saying that the kids haven't been through trauma. Totally. It's a a horrible situation for everyone. Horrible situation. But I just hope in time that they can be like our mom was actually going through yeah, a lot. It, totally. But like they might just be too. And even yeah, now. I was gonna say even at like 15, 16, it's I mean, too, thinking yeah. back when I was 15 and 16, I thought I was like the most mature girl on planet Earth. And looking back now, I'm like, I did not know shit. No, I like I really didn't understand what was going on in my parents' mm. lives. Like yeah. you know, you just expect on some level your parents to just show up for you. Totally. And, like, that's what you expect. That's what you see. That's what, what the norm know. is. The norm of what you know. Yeah. And so yeah, I hope in time. Me too. Sending Brittany my love. I've always been a stand for Brittany. Oh, me too, girl. So, um, we have a little bit of an I told you so. We do have an I told you so. So, guys, last time Lord was on the podcast, we told everybody we thought Pete and Kim's relationship was fake. And... I was almost fooled there, guys. I uh, towards the end of there, yep. me and Eric, the our little side producer camera guy, and I had a debate about it. Often he disagreed, and I would just like to say I fucking told you so. Yep. Maybe I was exaggerating a little bit with fake. Clearly, they dated for nine months, but there was not a doubt in my mind that that relationship was ever not go- like there was. It was never going anywhere. I mean, it's come, come produced. on, come on, like I. Like, you know, Brittany, I know Kim, or at least I'd like to think I do, but like in another life, me and her were maybe sisters, probably best friends, something of the sort. There's no, do I think that she had fun with him? Yes. Do I think he's a really great guy? Yes. Do I think that he is her soulmate? No way. Absolutely not. I know my girl, nothing against Pete. That's just not her soulmate. I just don't really know who can match Kim Kardashian. Literally no one. Literally no one. I mean, the bar is really fucking high. Yeah. Like, totally. It's just too high. It's 100%. Just too high. See, this is my theory on this. And I, I will give it this. This whole relationship, relationship, if we're calling it that, has made me really like Pete Davidson more. So, you know, it fucking worked on me. I'll keep my opinions to, about Pete to myself. Okay, so. I, I was never a Pete fan before, never, though. So it's not like I, I was never like, any, I, I guess I just don't really see the hype. Like people like I thirst over him and opinion. I'm just like, it doesn't really. And then he started dating my favorite person on planet Earth. And I'm like. I literally felt like my mom was like getting into a new relationship and like leaving me in the dust. That's so funny. I thought that the relationship was like kind of a, um, you know, like a, 
not political setup because they're not in politics, but like yeah. a political for like a headline, the headline, a headline yeah. relationship. Like it was yeah. kind of just like, oh, we could both use a good press. I think he used, yeah. like not used in a bad way, but used his relationship to kind of get off uh-huh. SNL with a good transition with a lot of hype and clout under him. And I think she used that to get off of the relationship with Kanye mm-hmm. in a really striking direction. We all know that the format of having like a rocker boyfriend is kind of hot. Yeah. And especially within their family. In their family, you know, yeah. whatnot. So like, I, and then I thought maybe, okay, at some point, like they're kind of a little into each other, yeah. like, you know, like maybe, you know, they, yeah. they're doing it a little or whatnot, yeah. who knows. But like, then, then, then yeah. when they broke up, I was like, yeah, who knows what their actual <laughs> intent behind the relationship was. But all I have to say is I want Kim to be happy. Don't get me wrong. I don't really want her to be that happy with Pete. Love well, you, Kim, but like, I'm sorry, that is not who I see you with. My ship is not out at sea for you guys. Like, I don't want this girl to have the most fun. I think she deserves it. Honestly, like, people can say whatever they want about her. I have the utmost respect for her. Like, she is a boss woman. She has so many things going for her, so many businesses, all these children. She's built such like, a legacy. Honestly, like, at this point, she doesn't even need a man. Like, she's got so much other stuff going on. I'm like, girl, you need you. Why do you want a date? (laughs) Yeah, honestly. I mean, nobody needs anything. But, like, at the same time, I'm just like, I don't really know if, like... Literally, no one can if compare. If she loves, I want yeah. her to be happy, and, like, she'll find it at yeah. some point if she wants it, but, like, I don't... I However, don't. I will say it's very on-brand. It's off-brand for Kim to have dated Pete, very on-brand for Pete to have dated Kim, because Pete dates the most eligible bachelorettes. That's true. Like... I never thought about that. Phoebe Jennifer, Ariana Grande, like, he's with... Who's his PR? <laughs> I, right? I know. Hook me up. But, no, he's, Who's like... in his Raya? Don't, don't, literally. <laughs> that's hysterical. Well, okay, so, um, and another talk about, you know, parents breaking up or whatnot. What is going on with Addison Ray's parents? Yikes. My heart like goes out to this girl. Like here she was this little girl from Louisiana who just made mm-hmm. it for her whole fucking family. And they are acting ridiculous. They're acting like fools. Yeah. If I was Addison and like, I, you know, being in journalism, like, I don't always like to get interject too much of my opinion, but I have very strong opinions about this. It's just, like, be parents. And outside of Addison, she has two younger siblings <gasps> who are half social. Yeah, she's got two younger oh, brothers. No. Enzo and I don't know the other little boy's name, but, like, be parents. Be adults. Act your age. Like, Monty is out here offline. acting a fool. Literally being so mortifying. If I was Addison, I would want to crawl into a hole and die. Of embarrassment, like, and whatever, like people, I, and I posted my TikTok about it, whatever. And people were like, well, Monty's being crazy. Sherry's not being that bad. And like, Sherry's not nearly as bad as Monty, but like, Mm -hmm. she's out here sticking her tongue down some 20 year old something's throat at the, at the VMAs. Like that is equally as mortifying. They're both using each other for clout. Her, Sherry and Monty are both riding Addison's coattails. Right. Like. Addison honestly had a lot going for her. She was dancing, singing. I mean, 100% she still does, but it's just like, she was so, she is so talented and her parents are literally doing nothing but just like bringing her name into media where it doesn't need to be. Headlines where like her name should not be involved. I mean, like, and then Young Gravy's like doing interviews where he's like, well, I think that Addison, I'm like, you don't know how Addison feels. You're not her stepfather. You are not much older than her. Chill out. Do not be speaking on her behalf. Granted, like, I'm not speaking on her behalf. I'm just imagining how she might feel. But, like, how her parents are behaving is 
uh, like abhorrent to me. Absolutely disgusting. Yeah. The part that really bothers me the most is that I feel like she really made this way for her family mm-hmm. and they are using the, the platforms and the ways totally. that she paid for them. Mm-hmm. Like they would have no leg to stand on if it wasn't for her. Uh, yeah. They would not be out here doing any of this stuff. The fact that Monty wrote a disc track and he is, you know, is he 40, not, no, not at all. But like, it's just like, you know, the TikTok thing that they yeah, do, yeah. but it's just like, do you have nothing better to do with your time than write, sit down and write a song? I mean, I can't help like, but think loser, loser behavior. telling them to do this kind of crap though. I cannot imagine a PR team that would recommend any of this behavior. I don't know. I feel like there's some clickbaitiness in it. Yeah. I mean, there definitely is. It's just honestly mortifying. Like be an adult, act your age, be a parent, protect your children. Like poor Addison, poor Addison. And poor the the brothers. I feel so bad for them. I just feel like this whole thing should have been an offline thing. Totally. And people are still going to talk about it, but we could have just let Mm -hmm. the the rumor mill run and we could have just kept it offline. Yeah. So... Vanessa Bryant just finally closed her court case. Yeah, settled her court case. Yeah. So Vanessa Bryant had sued the LA County Fire Department and the LA County Police Department. Basically, a bunch of the people who arrived at the crime scene, or not the crime, not crime scene, the the crash. The crash. Um, took pictures on like their personal devices of the crash scene. This is so fucked up. So, and it's like, if you know anything about the case, like I won't get into details of it, but like it was really gruesome. Like Again, not going to get into details, but like gruesome, gruesome stuff. And this is a legendary athlete and his child and other people as well who are there with them. And to have like the insensitivity to whip out your phone and take a picture because it was Kobe Bryant. That is disgusting. I mean, to do it to anyone. And then like on top of it, somebody so you can like show that photo later too. Yeah. So they were like, I guess these people had been going around and kind of like showing the pictures. How did they find out? It was just within them, like the, like the fire people and they the were police. showing it. Yeah, they were showing other. it to family and friends at like and social gatherings. Like brought the Bryant family found out. I don't know 100% how they found out. I mean, I'm just probably like the rumor mill. I, mean, I don't know, but like, had to be yeah, like, this is fucked up. Yeah, 100%. Um, and I mean, her biggest fear was just that these images were going to get out. And beyond Ugh. that, it's just like that's something that she has to relive. I mean, her daughter and her husband were died tragically she doesn't need to relive this over and over again she's probably gonna think about it every day for the rest of her life she doesn't need photo evidence of it out too yeah and so she had sued them um she really just like did not want these images going around also it's just like human human decency decency, 100% and so she ended up winning 16 million (sighs) dollars and the other family who was involved in the crash the husband ended up winning 15 million good yeah so they and it was a long where's this money coming from Probably, and the TikTok I made about that blew up. It has probably like 2 million views right now. Fuck yeah. That is probably the number one question that people were asking is where is this money coming from? Because it's like, is it a county fire department? Yeah. So a lot of people were like, I I don't, I'm not, I'm not involved enough in the law and like logistics of, you know, government and stuff like that to know. A lot of people were commenting saying, this is our taxpayer dollars. A lot of people were commenting saying. It might be. You know, honestly. If it's my taxpayer dollars, take it, Vanessa. This she does not need it, but it's like just the fact that like people went out of their way to disrespect her. Take all the money you want from out of my taxes. I do not care. Like all the family. Yeah, and it's not like people are like, well, she doesn't need that money. She doesn't deserve it. I'm like, well, she didn't deserve for her husband and her child to die either. And she took all that money and put it back into their foundation that they have, the Mamba and Mamba Sita Foundation. Charity. Yeah. Oh boy. All sixteen million. Yeah. Okay. 
Like So it's like, say whatever you want about it, whether it's coming from taxpayer dollars or, you know, she has all the money in the world. It's like, that's not, there's a principle involved. Mm-hmm. She didn't need the money. No, people wronged her and she deserved to be compensated for Yeah, in whatever way, shape or form. Agreed. So, yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm really happy for her. You know, they deserve it. They went through such a tragedy and no amount of money is ever going to make up for that. No, agreed. It's just, that's not, yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Sending good thoughts to everybody in the Bryant family. It's yeah, just ugh. so tragic. It's so tragic. Ugh. On a different note, <laughs> I feel weird pivoting from that one. I know. Just but Justin Bieber suspends his tour again. Yes, yet again. So a few months ago, ish right. he postponed his tour due to Ramsey Hunt syndrome. Half of his face was paralyzed. He was and posing. we don't know how he got it, do we? I don't know how you get it. We don't know. No, I'm okay. not a doctor, unfortunately. I thank God for that because I do not have the stomach for you it. You do, nope, do not have the stomach for it. have the stomach for it. But his, half of his face was numb and he posted like videos of it. It was like all like sagging and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, between, between him and Haley, they've had some like really bad cards dealt with like healthcare recently. Right. Um, but yeah, so he had Ramsey Hunt, suspended his tour. So he could like get better. I, mean, I think a lot of yeah. things. Yeah. And I think there's also some mental stuff in there as well for him. Well, you when that was fast too, when you're mentally yeah, totally. stressed or like yeah. under pressure. And it's been known that he has, you know, mental health issues. Again, becoming famous can be traumatic. Totally. Yeah. And then he went back on the European leg of his tour. Mm-hmm. He did six so shows. He doesn't have the Ramsey. He recovered. So he got basically Probably still exhausted. Yeah. He got the okay from his doctors. He got the okay from his team, whatever. He went forward with the tour in Europe. Uh-huh. He played rock, rock the Rio, rock, rock and Rio, rock something like Rio. that in Brazil. Sounds about right. And Brazil. basically like came off stage and was just like, that took everything out of me. I gave it all I had. He was mm-hmm. like, I've been exhausted. Like I've never been exhausted before. And basically that, like, that was just his cue that he's like, I got to take a break show's done for now i'm proud of him yeah i'm it really sucks like imagine being that like you know fan in the stands who's like you don't get to see justin bieber but like honestly we forget that these people are people and like if he's mentally unwell i think is same if not worse is physically unwell sometimes it's like that people who don't have mental illness don't know the toll that it takes on you and like Sometimes you got to do what you got to do and like put yourself first, even if it's the expense of like other people sometimes. Well, and I mean, so on, on one hand, it's like when you're that famous, like you're, you mm. have to remember your performance is feeding a lot of people's mouths and feeding yeah. a lot of fan love, which is a, an immense amount of pressure totally. to carry. But Justin Bieber has carried that pressure yeah. forever. I really am all about yeah. him taking this time. Yeah. I'm too. a huge Justin Bieber fan. Honestly, like it sucks that he has to do this. But like, like I said, like got to put yourself first at some point. And if he's well, if we that unwell, yeah, right. Then he's not there before, for us. You're never going to see him Yeah, concert, 100%. So like, take care of yourself. 100%. So. You know, and we know a lot about the music industry can be really ruthless. Toxic. Yeah. yeah it's intense. So like, I'm, I'm really proud of him yeah. for like taking this. Totally. Gotta, I mean, cause I think a lot of artists don't do that I think and then they too. get burnt out faster and yeah. then, you know, it's like the demise of their career and also, or, like, you know, they have to take so many steps back and it's like, 
he's doing this to like protect his career in the right. future. And there's also more to life than someone's career. Right. Justin's already provided us with so much great music, you know, like obviously I would love some more music, but like got to do what you got to do. Well, maybe he'll be able to make that now that totally. he's, you know, actually going to take care of himself. You 100%. know, I'm not that he hasn't, you know, I think he's really actually yeah. become somebody who's super like yeah. into mental health and very open and honest. I know his like doctor and him have like a great um, relationship and he's even like given him permission to talk about his experience. I'm talking about Dr. Amen. Um, mm-hmm. talk about, you know, his, him working with Justin, yeah. like, you know, that's how like pro he is about it. And totally. so like, I'm a, I'm about it. I don't know. Yeah. And I think it sets a good precedent going forward for other artists mm-hmm. that like, it's okay for you to not, not that it's okay for you to not follow through with what you started, but like you got to put yourself first and it sets a really good precedent, especially for younger up and coming artists. Agreed. Especially in the music space. I hope some like actors too can like take some notes from I just think it's a good for anybody in the public yeah. eye to take notes from, but I also think it's like a really cool mm-hmm. note for, you know, the general public to take from. Listen, I can, I would love to take a mental health break from work sometimes. Right. And it's like, I've only got so much PTO. Right. I'm not going to waste it just so I can sit at home in bed. I'd rather go waste it doing something fun. But you will use that PTO like to do something like, yeah. like you, you learn yeah. to make those breaks count. And I yeah. think that's what that shows us is like, let's make, totally. let's make breaks count when we need them. hundred percent. Okay. So I'm totally going to butcher this girl's name. Brittany Alander. Brittany LDN. LDN. I don't even know who this girl country is. Country music. Okay. That's why I don't know who she is. Yeah. I know very little about the country music saying what's going on i happen to be a pretty big country music fan okay great so you can really give us the deal yeah i don't know who she is i don't know who she's married to i heard on your tiktok which by the way perfect time for us to plug if you're not following (laughs) lauren's latest on tiktok you absolutely have to be i know she's married to a country singer she is a country singer she's married to jason aldean all right, give us the tea. I don't know shit. Yeah. So she basically posted a video of her on Instagram. It might have been a reels or even just like a video of her doing her makeup. And the caption was, I'm so glad that my parents didn't change my gender back in the day when I was a tomboy. I love this girly girl life. It's 2022. I think we knew that was off limits. Yeah. And especially for someone who like, she's got like a makeup line or like a clothing line, something like that. Yeah. And so this prompted uh, Mary Morris, who's another country singer, and Cassidy Pope to to clap back at her and you know they were tweet I can't remember 100% what they were saying basically mm-hmm. just like calling her out being like this is not an okay statement to make like whether really she was not. joking or whether it was just like something that she was like trying to be serious and it was just like taken not out of context but like she just didn't it really? wasn't written the right like who knows what she yeah. was thinking but like I don't like, know if that one can be taken no in the right I mean it's, it's so wrong to say like yeah. Get with the program. That's not how we speak these days. But so these country stars started calling her out and there was a lot of back and forth and all this stuff. So the country world got involved. Yeah. And you know what's so interesting? Which is and obviously conservative. Yeah. So, well, that, yeah. okay. So that's what I was just going to say is really interesting. I obviously do not support that comment whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But I will say the majority of the comments that I got on my TikTok were like, Team Aldean. <gasps> they were like, who's Mary Morris? Who's Cassidy Pope? I'm like, I'm not even that hardcore into country. I like it. Not surface level, maybe a little bit more so yeah. than that. But I'm not like going every, you know, country concert sure. that rolls through town. And people are like, who's Mary Morris? Who's Cassidy Pope? I'm like, well, okay, well, I'm me. not even like that well invested, but like, I know who they are. Like, I don't know. Also, you don't have to be somebody to call someone out for their wrongdoings. True. Like, what does it matter who they are? Right. But so it became this whole feud, whatever, um, as it should be, because I mean, that is not an okay comment, but most of the people 
like I said, we're literally pro Britney and kind of just like, why are all these other people commenting? There's nothing wrong with what she said. And her comment is literally transphobic. Right. So a few days after that, Jason Aldean's PR company of 17 years dropped him. Wow. I don't think it's, and they didn't come out and they didn't come out and say that that her comment was why they just said we can no longer represent him. It's not a coincidence that three, four days after she made this horrible comment that they let him go 17 over almost two decades with him. Like, I don't think that's how like any politics work. Yeah. So, you know, they, yeah. So she got her husband into a bit of trouble with that one. Did her husband say anything? He's not said anything. I don't, I don't know which way you could react to that one. Yeah. Honest. I mean, and you know what, if that's what she wants to believe, that's not right. But let her believe that. But I she doesn't know. need to be putting that out in the world for other people because some person is going to see that and be like, right. wow, like, yeah. what, what does that mean for me? Like, it's you just, know, take it. So uh, disgusting comments. I mean, also, like, at this day and age, like, your comments have repercussions. And right. it, was, it wasn't even her husband. How many? And, like, she she's she's famous or she's in the public eye. Yeah, she's in the public eye. She, knew, she knows that. And yeah. that is a way you carry when yeah. you're in, when you put yourself out there. I mean, I even scarily, you know, at this level, I, I, me too. I own that. You no, know? me too. You're putting your, you have to be really there. careful. I, no matter what your platform is big or small, you really have to be careful with what you say, because even in the job industry or like, right. I literally saw some, remember when we were applying to college, they told yeah. you to put, they're like, delete all your tweets, right. delete everything on Twitter. Fun. You know what you yeah. put out, you know, you just don't know who it's going to hit, who it's going to offend, who it's going to say. So yeah. it's like, yeah. You got to be careful. No matter what you believe, it's just like, sometimes just like keep that to yourself. Like, right. not that I agree with what she not said whatsoever. But yeah, at all, but it's but just like, like it, if you want to believe that, you believe that, but you do not need to be like spitting it, that out into a hundred percent. Yeah. You do not need to be spitting it out into the world. That's not your grace to say. Right. I mean, yeah. like, I'm sure we all have somewhere, some shitty opinion that totally. other people don't agree with yeah. and like, all right, you can have your opinion, but I don't have to agree with it. And also yeah. like, mm, kind of yeah. read, read the room. Yeah. Read the room. I mean, get with the times. That is not how we, we speak these mistakes, days. But like, yeah, I, she, I mean, she stands by her statement though. That's um, the part. She wasn't like, wow, I really messed up. She stands by her statement. Yeah. That's, that's. That's the sad part because I feel like on I, I I mean I I've talked about this on the podcast too like I'm not really about cancel culture yeah at all I think we've talked about this we've before. talked about it a lot it's yeah like, I don't really think that cancel culture is like that beneficial because I would rather see us like you know educate mm-hmm. change and people like truly not yeah. just like prly yeah change but like, you know like putting out some statement right like I really like I really want to see people actually change like yeah it's, it's just like okay you're cut now yeah so, but, but I think honestly that, so- like when someone is that deep rooted in their beliefs that person's not changing yeah as much as we want them to like they are so stuck in their ways I don't even think there's a way to like, you know, make headway with that person. They're so stuck in their ways that like, I mean, I can always hope that people will change for the better. Of course. We I mean, of that, course, but like, we can also be traditionally realistic. speaking though. It's like, I'm not seeing much change within yeah. people whose beliefs are so strong that like, even after they mess up and they're called out, they're still not willing to change their views. Yeah. Agreed. Let, well, and that kind of brings us to honestly, um, a lot that you do online is, Amount the amount that TikTok has really changed yeah. celebrity gossip culture. Yeah, like I mean, it used to be all e news. Yeah, 
And now Netflix, News like doesn't even exist. It doesn't. No, right? they got rid of all their pretty much all their shows. So like TikTok has become the gossip mill of yeah. celebrity gossip. It's crazy because I remember thinking about when we were kids, mm-hmm. like there was Paris Hilton. Yeah. Now anybody can be Paris Hilton. Yeah. And like put your opinions on things out yeah. on or like be the socialite. Right. Yeah. On TikTok. It's really what, what, what do you think about the space of gossip and slub gossip or, you know, people of influence gossip online? It's definitely changed. I think, you know, like I was saying earlier, there's so much access to so much information. There's also so much access to misinformation and opinions <laughs> and opinions. I mean, even like with my journalism background, I'd like to pride myself on the fact that like, I have a lot of journalistic ethics and how I report about things. Like I, most of the time I really try not to give my opinion on things. I so really just journalist tr- thing. Like, yeah. Just don't give a, yeah. Like, what I don't know. Journalistic like journalistic ethics, like you're, you're really not supposed to give your opinion. You don't want to sway an audience one way or another. Mm-hmm. You're really just supposed to report the facts always have something to like back it up, like what the sources are that you found it from and things like that. And really just like good, you know, ethics overall. Like you're really just like, you want to report the news. These are the facts. Here's this information. Do with it what you will. Okay. Leave it up to the, to the audience to kind of make their own opinion. So obviously like it's TikTok, it's a social media platform. I'm not like getting graded on it, nor is it my job. It's a hobby that maybe one day I would like to make money off of or have opportunities from, but like, I'm not naive about what it is, but I still like to uphold myself to some of those standards I learned. I mean, I didn't pay X amount of dollars at a university to, you know, not use those skills. That would be dumb. So, I mean, I really try not to give too much, um, you know, opinion, but I've definitely fallen, you know, guilty to misinformation. I mean, people are reporting so many things so fast. I literally had a video in November that I did about Tristan Thompson Mm -hmm. that TMZ had reported and people can say what they want about TMZ. I usually trust it, especially when it comes to Kardashians Mm -hmm. and the information was misreported and I was quick to jump on it, put it on my TikTok and it wasn't proper information. So when that happens, I'll usually go and, you know, make an updated video, whatever. Mm -hmm. People are so quick to call you out, but it's like, you know, I'm going based off of what I have and like, I'm not just like going to like some average Joe Schmo's tick like Twitter account and like mm-hmm. seeing that they tweeted some random rumor like TMZ whatever you want to think about them decently reputable especially mm-hmm. when it comes to Kardashian news so I mean you know I think that there's just so much information on the internet and especially with TikTok and it takes you know it could take you three minutes to make a TikTok not even it could take you 30 seconds to make a TikTok and put information out there that could be true that could be not it's just such easy access to information that like you know we thought it was like unprecedented amount of information before. Like this is just yet another platform that is mm-hmm. giving us, you know, such easy access to information. And it's so easy for people to make and yeah. misinformation and add opinions. Totally. Which is all like, even if you are consciously holding it and you're like, this will not affect me. You still listen to it. Yeah. hundred percent. It still went out into the ether. Totally. It's so interesting. It's, it's, so and there's weird. a thousand of me on TikTok, thousands of me on TikTok. So it's like, I'm one person putting this news out there. There's thousands of others account also sharing the same information. Right. And you know, but like at the same time, like people have loved celebrity gossip for as long as it goes on. I've been like, I was four years old when I started loving that stuff. So, I mean, it's been in my blood for a while, but I love it. Well, Lauren is always, it's so much fun to get you on for a little, like, I want to say like quarterly, (laughs) but it's not quarterly. I don't know. I know. Like our little gossip episode. I love it. Please remind everybody where we can find you. Um, on my TikTok, it's Lauren's latest. It's L eight E S T. So you can find me there on TikTok, and then my Instagram is just my name. But yeah, that's where you can get all the latest on what's what in pop culture. 
Guys, thank you so much for listening. And Lauren, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Of course. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.